0: Welcome to the Transatlantic Theater Podcast. My name is Oscar Reese Raymond. I'm joined, as always, with uh, my co-host. Uh, I think you meant to say your life partner, but yes, Marcus my Rodriguez, heterosexual life partner. Yep. Well, we don't have to um, be hetero, you know. I mean, well, what? Well, <laughs> you know. But anyway. I think uh I definitely accidentally just stole an intro from a podcast. I listened to. Did you? Yeah, I don't know what uh, The I'm joined as always, I think, bit is from the Abroad Japan podcast, but it was the first thing that popped in my head. We always say, say I'm joined as always. Do we? Uh, I think so, at least. Maybe I stole I it said. very early on and only realized it just now. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many words in the English language. Shit's going to be repeated. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Uh, speaking of English, we watched a French movie today. <laughs> <and> <laughs> we did. Yeah. Uh, some French new wave I believe it was uh, directed by one of the one of the few female French uh, new wave directors of the time. Yeah yeah uh, What was her name? Uh, Agnes Varda. Agnes? Yeah Oh Jesus It's a, well, yeah. well, a sad name yeah. Why is <laughs> that a sad name? no one is fucking named Agnes anymore these days. And for no, a reason you need to, you need to take a look at her picture on Wikipedia. It's hilarious. <laughs> is she hot or is she not? hot? No, she's <laughs> well, first off, she's like 90 years old now. <laughs> and, oh no, not now. She, that's right. She died two years ago. I no, no, what's her name? Agnes. What? Agnes Varda. I realized now that I said like, I was like Varda. Like it was like, she had like a Spanish surname. <laughs> Oh, dude! When she was young, she was she was pretty cute. Uh, probably when the time she made this movie. I'll be honest. I don't know what she looked like when she was not old as fuck. So. Well, she looks she she, look. she looks about average. She looks like an average, you know, lady. Obviously, age does what age does to us. So okay, yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. she actually was, yeah, a good looking lady. Yeah, I wonder if she was. Like if she cameoed at all in this film and I don't I just think didn't so. realize. I think we did have a, a cameo. Um who's your guy that you like from French New Oh yeah. Um so I only just realized that like just before we started recording. Oh yeah. Because I like I saw it on Wikipedia. Yeah. I was like, really? And that's yeah, why I said short, well, I need to check something. Yeah, the short film, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is actually done by your boy. Um I don't remember. And his name. and and my girl. And your girl, um, yeah. It's got Anna Karina. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Looking sexy as fuck. <laughs> um, With her blonde wig on. But anyway. It's like, oh, yeah, be blonde. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fool. God damn it. weirdo. Anyway, um, for those of you who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, because we did not introduce <laughs> the movie yet. No, we didn't. Um, we never do. <laughs> it is a little movie by the name of uh, Cleo from 5 to 7 or Reese. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Well, it's just Cleo de Sanque. Assets. There you go. See, they got the French version, yep, which is. Uh, uh, I just want to start off by saying if I'm ever able to accomplish this many things in two hours of my life, I, I'd i be really impressed. That's <laughs> what I was saying. It, it isn't even two hours. It's actually an hour and 30 minutes. Um, well, the, the it's movie. It's two hours. Is, oh, I guess. Yeah, it's not even really. No, it's not. Till seven. Yeah. The, the movie is called From Five to Seven, but that's actually a nod at something else that I'll get into. Uh, okay in a second but but she actually only goes from five to about 6 30 um yeah as as was pointed out in my little intro to the criterion collection bullshit because reese i had mm-hmm. to fucking get hbo max to watch this movie <laughs> did you really <laughs> yeah oh shit okay sorry i couldn't no no it's i mean i didn't look it up last week when you recommended it. So it's my fault. Yeah. But I mean, I was, I was meaning to get HBO max for a while now. Yeah. There's kind of a lot of shit on there. I've been wanting to watch, you know, like the Snyder cut and all that shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't think about the fact that I have access to it through the Brit- through BFI player yeah which is the British Film Institute player well there so. is it is available i think the entire criterion collection is available on some library website but you got to get a library yeah, card and then fucking criterion in. have a streaming service don't they they probably do but why would you just stream like those movies and those movies only <laughs> uh, i mean i would <laughs> yeah but i don't think I think once you're done, then you'd stop subscribing. <laughs> but No, it, there's, they've got, like, hundreds of films, though. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, the fucking... Uh, yeah, I, I was planning on getting HBO Max anyway, because, you know... they HBO Max is the one with... Uh, they got the rights to all the Studio Ghibli stuff. Do they really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was okay. going to be Disney Plus because if it was like, from what I recall, I thought they did most of their uh, voiceover uh, w- like in conjunction with Disney and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know they did later. Yes. Like their later films, I think. So that's why I thought, okay, Studio Ghibli will probably eventually show up on Disney Plus. Well, no, they're all yeah. on HBO Max. Yeah. HBO Max jumped on that. That and HBO Max also has Crunchyroll, so I can watch all my Japanese <laughs> Amine and my hentai. M- no, anime, just, yeah, anime. <laughs> um, no, they don't have hentai. Don't get your hopes up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they they have a they have a lot of anime, and I've been watching some Jujutsu Kaisen. Finally, and it's a uh, really pretty good animation, to be honest. <laughs> I tried watching uh, My Hero Academia. I haven't even tried that. I just I don't think it's my style. Okay. What, did you like it? What do you mean by style? It feels a little too uh, like ca- not campy. No, campy. Yeah, it feels a little too campy for me. Like I like a more serious kind of uh, darker type of anime. Okay. What? How was it though? How was it? Because I it's haven't just watched very it. shonen. I only saw like the first five episodes, maybe. Very shonen. Well, shonen is very campy, so I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess Which is, I mean, it's the kind of. Essentially it's the anime that I grew up on that I did watch when I was a kid like that's so it's a little bit just kind of like oh this is like that thing. Yeah. So like Dragon Ball Z is considered shonen but it is the least campy of the shonen's that I've seen. I feel like it's super campy. Well, they have a campy episode every once in a while and I actually really like them, but uh like it's not like campy throughout the whole episode normally. Not normally. Now, at, at least not when it gets serious, because when it gets serious, it's yeah. like, okay, we're serious for like 10 episodes straight. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like, if you watch the entire Nemec saga and the Frieza saga, it's pretty much yeah. all serious. People are just dying. There's a, a race being well, genocide. <laughs> uh, well, Curlin didn't die until like the end. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's just funny that Curlin dies. He always yeah. Does, yeah. He just, he does. He got exploded and it was interesting. I've watched that that uh, version of Curlin dying like five different times because it's been reanimated and remastered like five different times mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah, and I've seen the original. The original, he explodes in like blood red. And it's pretty, Really? Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Well, in some of the reanimations and remakes and remasters, uh, they changed that. He's no longer exploding in red. He's exploding in, like, you know, a cloud color, like a, like yeah, a grayish Yeah, exactly. I feel like I my memory of it is like a cloud. No, see, because I, I had the whole Frieza saga from, like, an old DVD box yeah. set from, like, years ago. Um, that was all the original stuff, and uh, it was, yeah, it was red. I was like, oh, wow. That's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, not to suddenly start talking about Dragon Ball Z. No, no, it's fine. But they do, like, immediately wish Krillin back. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. And so, as Goku is well aware that you can bring people back to life with Dragon Balls, why'd you get so mad? <laughs> well, because it's still a pain in the ass to go get the Dragon Balls. <laughs> I guess. I yeah. feel like, at that point, like, if I was in that universe, like, if, if you died, I'd just be like, oh, all right, give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, like, you know, they later found out that wishing people back to life had fucking consequences. But uh what's th- the consequence other than you can only do it once? No, I think Shenron, right? Like, the more you use the Dragon Balls, the fucking they eventually come. And that's what happened in GT. They eventually come? Yeah, they come their pants, you know. Um, no, they uh, I think by using the Dragon Balls too much, they ended up becoming like evil, didn't they? um no there's there are the black star dragon balls that's what gt's about and those uh, are the ones where they're more powerful yeah um but if you if you use a wish and then don't get them all together again at in the same spot they will like destroy the universe Uh, oh i thought there was something about them using it too much uh well, shows that I fucking, I never watched GT. I feel like there is something about using the Dragon Balls too much. I yeah. You say? And GT was kind of fucking retconned anyway with uh, Dragon Ball Super, which I think is yeah. a much better kind of, you know, continuation. continuation. Yeah. It, I mean, it kind of got ridiculous, just like Dragon Ball Z did, where you just kind of, mm-hmm. everyone just keeps getting more powerful. <laughs> but uh, at least the animation looks really damn good. And, um, the, I think the story just feels more consistent with the original Dragon Ball Z um, Yeah, you know what I never watched which I always wanted to the Dragon Ball like the original I've seen some of. I've seen most of the I've seen season one yeah, and then some of the some of season two, but i I never got to the part where he was an adult. Yeah, he was an adult later in the series. Yeah, like at the end. Yeah, when he. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I've always loved '90s anime. So, and I know Dragon Ball was really during that time, kind of. I think it was like mid '90s or early '90s, something like that. But uh, mm. anyway, maybe I'll get a chance to watch it now that I have Crunchyroll because yeah. HBO Max <laughs> has Crunchyroll, which is great. Um. But yeah, so I watched it on there, and they they showed this little intro, uh, like a Criterion introduction to uh, the motherfucking movie. So I got a little bit of, not, not exactly spoilers, but some insight behind the film before watching it. Like, uh, I didn't know this movie was supposedly trying to take place in real time. Um, I don't think that was done very well. <laughs> just because like what you brought up in the beginning if I could achieve as much as this woman did in two hours less than two hours that'd be amazing like the amount of time that they were just like going from one part of the city to the next and then they were like that was two minutes and I was like there's no way you could do that and she had a fucking she had a wardrobe change it would have taken me like 30 minutes to change and sing and dance in my room before you know at least 30 minutes But that happened in like Choose any one of the scenes in this movie. Yeah. And that's what I would have done for the two hours. (laughs) You know, this movie didn't even get interesting to me until she met that fucking dude. I think his name was Anthony, right? Really? Yeah. I thought the movie was pretty weak until she left her like uh, a maid made behind because yeah. that 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 woman was really annoying. Yeah, yeah, no, it did start to get interesting after she left her behind because then she, yeah. we, it kind of got a little bit more silent. We were kind of watching what they were trying to yeah. do with visual storytelling and all that, which I thought was cool. Um, you know, you saw those weird street performers and how they make her feel yeah. and, and, like, you know, whatever cryptic message that she might be picking up from it. Yeah. Um, and it was way more interesting to have, you know, the movie is about her coming to grips with you know the possibility of what what illness she might have yeah uh if that's going if it's going to be fatal or if it's just going to be something she can easily take care of yeah and considering there's not enough time at the beginning to let her like think about it yeah um in fact it's it's almost like we're being told to not care because everyone who meets her doesn't care Mm -hmm. like yeah like we literally like first few scenes in the film we get her like you know maid being like oh this bitch is always so dramatic like and then she just starts like talking to somebody else and basically like ignoring her when she's crying because she's like oh she's always like this yeah yeah the maid was kind of a a little cold but um you know i mean shit she just thinks she's being over (laughs) dramatic Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand that. I've been in that maid's position before, where I think someone's being overdramatic about something. But yeah. uh, I don't think I would act that way if it was a pending cancer test. That's kind of a uh, fucked up. Yeah, it's a big test. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a big deal. The <laughs> maid might was a little too too cold and, and shit there. But yeah, um, it was it was interesting. Um, like I said, I didn't really. Care about what was happening until maybe about after she met that dude at the park randomly, and I guess he was a soldier. Yes, he was a soldier in the Algerian War. (coughs) Oh, uh, in the Algerian War. Okay, yeah. yeah, what they were talking about constantly through the film. Well, that was being spoken about on the radio, at least. Yeah, yeah. I did like just it is somewhat still like this. Uh-huh. Obviously, there's a bit more laws and stuff nowadays, but Yeah, Paris, driving around Paris is my favorite thing, because there's just no rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there really wasn't. And, like, it's like that even to, like, when really? I went to Paris, that was what it was like to drive drive around it jesus it's just like it's chaos there's no like in the city center of paris there's barely any like lines for where the the cars are supposed to drive where the car is supposed to even drive it's just like go where you go where you feel is appropriate yeah yeah (laughs) kind of like uh you know carriages did back in the day they just kind of went yeah um yeah that's that's crazy um i did know like the the little criterion introduction did say that these were filmed on live streets of paris yeah so it's a and you a time can capsule. you can see that and i think it adds so much to the film it does it does so just yeah how much it is just watching people kind of just like not even realizing they're in they're in a film imagine like that guy that they walk in front of mm. and like the, they were like the car was like trying to drive and then it just stopped it was like fine you go and then, like, let them go. Yeah. Imagine, like, watching the movie in the theater and being like, fuck me. that I was there. That was me. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool, right? I'm sure during that time there was a lot of French people around with cameras since the new wave. Yeah. All that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this just happens sometimes in Paris. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, even today it probably still happens. Probably, so. yeah. Fucking pretentious people. I'm going to go make a film in Paris. Like, <laughs> and uh that's exactly how they sound too. yeah they gotta say it like that too um yeah but anyway uh yeah, yeah i thought that was cool that they were doing essentially live uh shooting on the streets of paris which is yeah. nice um it i don't know man it, uh for me this is this is a pretty weak film <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't want I mean, to hop in a bad opinion. I'm just kidding. It, I know. I know. I'm, I'm able to have my opinions, but I, I don't want to hop in and like immediately give my, give my rating yet. But, <laughs> but it's already low. But I mean, it's just like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's uh, movies like these. There's not much to talk about um, regarding like, you know, everything that happened. Cause like, okay, let's, let's talk about the, um, let's talk about the, 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 why the fuck was the beginning in color? <laughs> um, because they could. <laughs> is that why? Is that really why? Uh, the other answer is with a movie like this, with the budget they probably had, um, it's, uh, it was, it's a lot cheaper to buy black and white film. Or, but why have color at all, is the question. Because it's, you know, just kind of cool at the beginning. You think that's what that, it is? Yeah. Or do you think we were seeing ignorantly... Uh, not knowing about depression or illness or anything like that. And so there was color. And then once we found out about the illness and the cancer, things kind of went black and white, which made things well, a little bit more depressing. What do you think? Yeah, but it did kind of cut back and forth a little bit. Uh, yeah, but only when you were looking at the tarot cards did it cut back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, the, the tarot cards and all that was the stuff that was in color, which, um, yeah, they had some interesting... Um, She had some interesting ideas when it came to, like, let's film the tarot cards in color, but everything else not. Yeah. Or when they were doing the song in her apartment or whatever, and the camera was swaying left and right with the singing people, uh, which was a little bit jarring. Um, You know, like, just, I I guess she was kind of experimenting with her, uh, perhaps, style. I'm not sure. Well, it's also French New Wave, which in itself is just kind of. It's it's all experimenting all the time. Yeah, that's kind of the whole point of the or the point of the movement back in the day was that, like, there's this idea of what rules you're supposed to stick to when you're making a film. Mm -hmm. And they kind of went, what if we just didn't care when we're making like the film and just didn't do any of the like, who cares what the rules are? Just make just do what you feel like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I don't know, a, a film is still a message, right? You're still conveying a story or something. Like even if the story doesn't have a meaning, it's still a story. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the story is 2 hours of the girl's life while she's waiting for some test results about possibly having cancer. Like that's that's literally just it is I think that Oh, I know that's the story. Itself is enough for a film. I think that's a great idea for a film. Of course. And of course. Like, yeah, I think it doesn't need to have too much more than that. No, no, I'm not saying it had to have more than that. I'm not saying that I'm saying like, uh, in terms of like the, the certain choices, like the, the black and white specifically yeah. pertaining to the color and the black and white thing in the beginning It's just like, okay, that was pointless. Absolutely pointless. Didn't need to happen. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it was very important that it was black and white because they knew that in 40 years' time, 50 years' time, you know, uh, pretentious hipsters like me would like it. <laughs> oh, yes. Black and white. Perfect. Yeah, because this came out in the 60s, right? 62, yeah. Yeah, so there was a lot of color going around at that time. A lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. again, it is, it is just cost, I would imagine. I don't think there's any other reason other than cost. Preference. Maybe she just likes uh you know the mono not monochromatic yeah monochromatic right This, and she just yeah. likes the uh, black and white um uh black and white tends to make certain details pop more to yeah. our perspective or not to our perspective but to our perception so um I know it does that and I know there can be a reason for black and white like that. Like shit we still mm-hmm. got movies made in the modern era that are black and white albeit they're not like yeah. well I guess you could call them artsy films. Uh, yeah at this Sin, point Sin the- City like <laughs> I, I loved that film man I loved that movie. I, I remember that you liked that film yeah right? it was fucking the only thing that had color was the yellow fucking dude <laughs> who got yeah. his like penis ripped off by Bruce Willis for those of you who haven't watched Sin City <laughs> go watch Sin City it's an experience <laughs> um, but uh, yeah at this point if a movie's black and white it's like okay so you're trying to be artsy whereas back then i feel like i forgive it a little bit more because yeah um you know it's it's it you you kind of expect that there's going to be budgeting yeah. costs that yeah are, that there are might be a budgeting it. cost it was probably cheaper to get a hold of an older camera too um hmm. but yeah was it was i mean granted uh, the one that i watched did say that it had been like uh you know remastered and things like that but this movie did look really it looked really, really sharp. yeah it looked really good like compared to fucking that other french new wave we watched which looked like it was yeah. shot on a fucking potato um <laughs> it looked like yeah or at least the camera was powered by like that potato mechanism yeah exactly like that shit was kind of rough but i kind of felt like it added to the charm of that person yeah. um you know i almost feel like i liked that first one's story a little more um what was that one called again? Uh, it was uh, Masculine and Feminine, right? Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel like I like the story of that one a little more, to be honest. Um, but Really? Yeah, comparing stories. I, I, I think I'd prefer this movie's story than I did the uh, Masculine and Feminine one. I think I just liked how much, how more dramatic it was. Because Masculine okay. and Feminine is really dramatic and like the characters, yeah. you, you either love them or you hate them, and I kind of hated them, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I find it interesting is that they were both still concerning like idols in a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's up with that? Is that like a French New Wave thing? Like Um I don't know. Maybe it's just a French thing. <laughs> yeah. I know it's a Japanese thing. Japanese are obsessed with their idols, the whole Kotaku yeah. lifestyle and all that. Um or not kotaku, otaku. <laughs> Fucking, I I'm think this movie just the the like the I don't know what's the word, um, like superstitionness of it all was just supposed to add to, um, kind of you know how much it's it's like making her nervous in this movie. I don't really think I know if I have an answer for why it's in the other one, but yeah, it was showing us that, uh, like a lot of this movie was kind of showing us that. Um, uh, people will do anything to not face the truth, whether it be lying to themselves, saying, "Oh no, everything's good, everything's not, nothing bad's gonna happen," or by you yeah. know trying to avoid situations with superstition. Uh, yeah, because people. I don't get don't wear something new on a Tuesday. And I was like, what? Yeah, don't wear new fucking hats on a Tuesday, and don't carry it either. Yeah, I don't, yeah <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't get what that was about. I don't or, know. well, like just yeah, that her. So here's the main thing that I think I maybe have a problem with with this film mm-hmm. is that I was interested the whole time. It definitely got better once the, uh, the, the maid, maid yeah. uh, left, but um, like I don't think I could watch that first half again, like and be that interested. Yeah, I mean it's just not interesting, not really. Um, I think I think after she, because obviously in the beginning it's all foreshadowing the metamorphosis that she's going through she's changing uh you kind of see that she actually physically changes her clothes she changes into all Mm -hmm. black and actually that's kind of facing it in a way uh because you're you're essentially mourning normally when you wear all black that's a mourning thing um so now she is facing it and by mourning mourning is a way of getting over things and dealing with it um so now she was wearing all black. She was changing and then she was hitting the road, you know, listening to everything, seeing things that were reminiscent of life, such as the newborns, hearing people's stories and all that. When she was in that cafe for a little bit where she had the the uh, the brandy or whatever she had, the cognac, I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Oh, no, it's just the coffee, wasn't it? No, she had a cognac. She had, she had brandy. No, they asked her, do you want... Like a coffee or a cognac, and she was like, "I just have a coffee." No, she said cognac. She had she had alcohol. She didn't have coffee in a little shot glass, or Oh, and oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, wait. You're talking about the the first scene? Like no, no, on? no. She went into another cafe when she was all dressed in black. After she, was oh yeah, the when she, scene. and then she like played her song and then she yeah. got all sad. That's when she was watching. That's when she saw the babies. The yeah. you know, life. Uh, you know, when she's sitting here essentially dressed in black facing her death, you know? Yeah. Um, There was a lot of imagery like that. And you were listening to the people's stories. I actually really liked that about that scene. That was probably one of my other, that was my favorite scene outside of Mm. the situation when she met the, the soldier or whatever the guy was. Yeah. Um, but I liked that scene a lot where she walked in there. So this is what I thought first happened. She walked in, they put on her music, and then I thought she was leaving. I was like, why the fuck would you yeah. just go in there, turn it on, and leave? But no, I thought she was doing that, too. She was just looking for a seat. <laughs> I was like, "God damn, lady, you fucking weird. But I really liked hearing all like the side conversations. Uh, it felt very yeah. realistic. I felt like I was really in her shoes. It was very immersive because that's something I hear and something I listen for whenever I'm out you know, either by myself or with a friend. Um and we're going like for example, when I go to the mall and I get Auntie Ann's pretzels with, you know, a side of caramel. <laughs> I like to... Dude, they're getting we're getting an Ann's ants uh here in Cardiff. I'm really excited. Oh really? That's fucking sick. Yeah. Is it gonna be one of those Auntie ann's slash uh fucking what's that what's that other one? That what, they... the like big cookie place? No 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 it's not a big cookie place. The Auntie Ann's normally uh at least the ones I've seen out here they're combined with uh cinnabon Julius? no cinnabon oh cinnabon yeah uh no there's not gonna be a cinnabon no, no. that'd be pretty sweet though i mean it's not been on the sign anyway yeah well i saw it yesterday it was like getting ready to open i was like yeah, i love any Ann's pretzels yeah really good but anyway like you know i'll get that shit i'll sit down on like the bench in the mall and just people watching yeah. i hear conversations and everything so i really liked hearing that like and it was like the middle of conversations you never heard a full story yeah. between what these people were talking about um and i thought that was kind of interesting um i, I it liked did that scene. very much make me want to go to a paris terrace cafe again yeah god they're they're just so cool well, i don't know why f- they're, they're famous so cool. for those they're like literally yeah, they're famous for those things <laughs> yeah uh i if i ever go to paris that's gonna be one of the things i do <laughs> yeah that was that was all i ever wanted yeah. uh when i went on vacation with uh with boogie and the gang yeah i just woke up every morning at like eight in the morning uh-huh. and i went out to, to uh went to the terrace cafe and i had an espresso and a cigarette i just sat there and i read you fucking and i or sometimes people like they'd come if people come with me and we'd just sit and we'd we chat, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, we we all see. living like a goddamn fucking true yeah. Frenchman." Pretty sure I wore, wore a scarf one day too. With a fucking oh yeah, did you have a a, a beret as well, or what is it? A beret? No, yeah. no. I will never. <laughs> I had to wear that because of the army, but um, mm-hmm. you know we have to shave them. It's really weird. You have to shave them. We have to shave them and shape them. Because, like, we got to uh, take all the fuzz, like, because they're kind of really fuzzy. So we had to yeah. shave down that fuzz and then soak them in water. And then you shape yeah. it to your head by putting it on your head yeah. and letting it dry. Yeah. There's a mm. whole fucking, it's like a whole goddamn process. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that shit until I joined. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, that's what we do. Because uh, in a sense, I mean, so fun fact, mm-hmm. I do shave some of my clothes sometimes. That is the like thing the wool. Do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, if it's yeah, when it gets like the like, know, like you know, the little crumpled up balls of yeah of stuff. <laughs> yeah, can't figure out what words are. Um, yeah, when it does that, it's a uh, instead of pulling it because what you'd be doing is like pulling you might accidentally pull yeah. a lot of fibers away. You just take a uh, like a big uh, yeah, yeah razor, a razor and just like lightly. it across and then it doesn't pull it it just cuts it off and then you're good to go yeah that's exactly what you do with the berets too you take a little cheap razor and you just you got to shave the whole damn thing but obviously don't press too hard otherwise you'll ruin it and then you got to go buy a new one which is expensive Um, also um somehow i forgot this is kind of out of left field Mm. but uh Those cats were the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, dude. She just had like a fucking whole ass goddamn family of cats in her room. They were really cute. The little black one that was playing around with their fucking little Uh, nightgown or whatever. It it just melted my heart. Yeah, they were adorable. And I think it's funny. Cats, no matter what fucking, like no matter how old you see them, like you can be in the 1800s, see a kitten. And it looks the same as a kitten in like 2020. (laughs) Like nothing yeah, changes. Like, why would they look different? Well, people look different. People. I don't think people look different. Yeah, the average height of someone in the 1800s was like 5'5". Okay. People look yeah, fucking that's different. different. <laughs> that's a different. That's a different thing. They also look different because there's a combination of of races and gen- not genders, but races. Well, I guess nowadays genders, <laughs> but uh, um, the, like the combination of races. You know, people weren't able to travel that many long distances, so there wasn't much. Uh, like mixing of races. Yeah. So, but nowadays it's like everybody's a fucking melting pot at this point. You know. Yeah. And it's still going, but so people look different. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're right, and I agree to an extent. (laughs) Put it that way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But kittens. Nah, dude, they'll look the same (laughs) forever. Look the same. Yeah, they will look the same. They will always be cute as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> they, they they are forever. I'm gonna be so sad when my fat ass bitch lithium dies, dude. I'm gonna be freaking, <laughs> like she's so. My parents' cat is just getting so fat. Well, like it's, at this point, I yeah. So good. I, know, I was just saying, like at this point, it's like like I feed her the same as my other cats, but she's the only one who's fat. There's just <laughs> something wrong with her where she just gains weight easily. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's my a mom's cat. Thing. Yeah, it's it's getting to the point now where I feel like I should just take like a a plethora of pictures and then I can put it on R slash chunkers, start getting some. Uh, oh no, some sweet sweet karma. They need to oh, that sweet Reddit karma. <laughs> no, yeah, it's all I it's all I look for in life. They need to uh, put that cat on a diet. Then <laughs> they should, but yeah. both of them blame each other for why she's fat, so it'll never happen. It's like just feed her, just feed her twice a day. That's it. No more. Well, they're both like, that's because you feed her too much. And it's like, okay, well one of you needs to decide who's feeding her then because the problem is both of you are feeding her not realizing one of the other ones feed like fatter. Yeah, yeah. They just need to do like a half a can of probably something high protein, low carb mm-hmm. and the cat will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they uh, just use the we, same uh, can. Let's get a two seconds. I just need to run to the... All right. Really you got to go to the little boy's room. Ah hello yes how are you today <laughs> i'm i'm doing grand um, <clears throat> i just realized yeah, sorry, it was, yeah uh it's my anniversary today oh yeah so that's <laughs> uh it's about four years now four years i've been married um yeah <laughs> yeah it's been a good time uh still got my my best friend um in my bed. It's pretty fucking sweet. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, Are you guys doing anything? Uh, I'm thinking about going to this place called the wild mango. Um, Okay. We haven't, we haven't exactly bought each other any like anniversary gifts. This year has been kind of just like, you know, really whatever. Like we've kind of been buying each other shit this whole month. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I bought some clothes. I bought her some clothes. Fucking I bought, I paid for her nails yesterday uh she got her nails done um Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean i don't know it's uh it's kind of nonchalant like i remember one year we did uh we bought each other watches and the other year some some other shit happened i don't fucking remember man but uh yeah it's four years now which is cool um Mm. yeah yeah i know we're going out to eat but i don't i don't think we're gonna buy anything uh if we do it'll be like We'll probably end up waiting for Black Friday since that's literally yeah. around the corner. Yeah, it is. Yeah. so, And we'll probably do something for Black Friday then. Uh, you know, I think it's weird is that I get why, but they celebrate Black Friday here. And by celebrating, they buy things. <laughs> um, but like, there's no Thanksgiving. So it's just like, oh, I'm like you don't know. You don't even understand why it's on this day. So this is actually kind of weird. I forgot. It's Black Friday because it's the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, that's really weird. I guess that's why yeah, Black Friday has turned into like, you know, Black Week. Um Yeah. And then Cyber Monday because it's more inclusive. <laughs> I forgot about Cyber Monday. Doesn't require Yeah, Cyber Monday, man. But yeah, it doesn't require uh Thanksgiving to be the criteria. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, Cyber Monday is great for like those of you who are addicted to Amazon. Um <laughs> Dude, there's people who have legit addictions to Amazon shit yeah it's really sad I like i probably could it ha- could be one of them if i tried i know my wife could be shit man i swear at least once a week we got a fucking package with a little smiley jeff <laughs> bezos face on it i'm like what that's the fuck? thing that's that's what what gets me with amazon is like <laughs> it's so quick it and really that's is, what yeah. makes me purchase from it like all the time yeah because before it was like oh no i don't want to wait that but the two-day guaranteed like that's not bad I mean, I got Prime, so it just shows up the next day. Yeah, I could, I could purchase something now and tomorrow Sunday, but I could purchase something like I could purchase something Sunday night, even. Yeah. And it'll show up Monday. But but Prime is two day though delivery. It's not next day. It's next day. No, it's not. It's not next day. I get it next day every time. Well, you must live close to the. Well, you're also on a tiny fucking island, so it doesn't have to go very far. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're in America. Things got to be fucking, you know, we got to take into account where the shit it's coming from. What warehouse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at Prime right now, and it literally says, uh, free one-day delivery. Order within the next two hours and have it delivered tomorrow. Really? Let me see. Let me see here. Yeah. I'm looking at, well, this is a jack, so I don't need. I don't think that'll be yeah. here uh, in a fucking day. Well, let's see where we are. Free delivery. This wouldn't come until December 1st. <laughs> yeah but it's like a okay. it's it's a really big ass floor jack so <laughs> that makes it mm-hmm. let me just go to let's go to let's go to uh, let's connect what happens if I just type sale on Amazon Let's do <laughs> sale Boop. you can buy a sale you know what I was thinking of um, what or what I was thinking I was thinking like man this is how people had fun back in the 60s they just had to do shit and they just had to yeah they just had to talk to strangers that they made at a park um, I know. And it's like very, very different these days. These days it's like, well, if someone tried to sh- do an hour and a half of my life, I, they would literally just be seeing me watching anime or or a television show. <laughs> yes. And that would be an hour and a half of my life. I wouldn't do nearly as much as she did. You know, she had both coffee and a cognac within an hour and a half of each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's the. Uh, it's the one thing that I think is maybe it sounds like a silly complaint, but it is kind of my complaint about the film. Is just it's a bit unrealistic. It's, like no, I don't. As think it's it silly. keeps going, as it keeps going, I keep all I can think is, "Are are we still trying to pretend this has been like real time, uh, like an hour and a half?" Yeah. See, that's the, no. I think that's a very like valid you know ex- excuse or reasoning. It's like you have you have all the power of being able to edit your shit and film on multiple days to make this actually be real time or like at least simulate it. So Mm -hmm. why are you going to kind of sort of half ass it? And it's like, I understand uh, editing films back then was a lot more difficult. It it was like an actual, like really technical thing to do. So I get that. But at the same time, it could be done and you could probably do it. So I mean like I I don't know. It just it just kinda weird. I didn't like that it was not unrealistically, you know yeah. what real time. What movie, there's a movie that I really do enjoy that is real time like in real time. Exactly. There's a couple movies like that. Yeah. Anyway, you're right. You're right. Here's Amazon Prime free one day delivery with this laptop. So I guess mm-hmm. I guess it all depends on the item. Um some mm-hmm. some are like two days, some are one day yeah that's not bad they've really upped their their delivery because before i believe it was two day and you had to pay extra for one day um what if i if i look at my my readings i'm just gonna look and see movies that i've rated yeah just to see if i can remember oh yeah um so there's two movies Mm -hmm. that are in real time that i really enjoy and it's by both of them by the same director. Mm-hmm. Um, it's certified copy and in the mood for love. No, not the. Is that not in the mood for love? What's the name of the movie? So if I click on the director, please. Thank you. In the mood for sex. Is that what you're talking about? Um, Director. Oh, you did a lot more stuff than I thought. <laughs> uh, like someone in love. Is the movie. Oh, like someone in love. Okay. Yeah, like someone in, certified copies more in real time. Yeah. In like, and it's very, uh, like it. It doesn't feel at all strange mm-hmm. from it. Yeah. Um, like you don't. You're not sitting there going, mm, that feels like that was kind of rushed to so that we could keep the movie going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whereas. Uh, Like someone in love has like a oh sorry I just punched the mic has a few has a few moments where you're like that was quick. (laughs) See, I I like you know I I think real time's cool and all, but uh, I like how the before trilogy did their thing. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's it's a snippet. Oh yeah, those are yeah, and it's well edited and well paced. You're not constrained by this whole oh, it's got to be done in real time thing, you know? Yeah. Um, Which I felt like this movie was struggling because this movie obviously wanted to tell yeah. its story, but an hour and a half is not long enough to tell its story. So they yeah. had to snip things and pacing was a little off. Um, It was a little quick and unrealistic for that time constraint they gave themselves. Yeah. So it's like you didn't even need to... It did not add to the story to do it in that time frame. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, before Sunset is... In completely real time. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a great... Really done well for it. That was amazing. Yeah, because they were, like, in the car ride for a realistic... Everything was, like, super yeah. well done for that one. They, th- they were in the car going from one place in Paris to another. Yeah. And it took the length of time it actually takes to drive that distance. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Instead of this, where it was, like... I feel like we watched it happen for a while, but then... Like the first taxi drive, probably, maybe. Mm-hmm. But... The one where she gets in the car with her friend, not realistic at all. That was quick. Yeah, that was too quick. Yeah, It's like so quick where you're sitting there going, you could have (laughs) walked. Yeah, essentially, like shit. Well, she's trying to learn how to drive Risa. She's got to drive her old ass Duesenberg, which is like from the 40s. You know, that's what I think was interesting watching this. Um, Whenever we watch like a movie from the 90s, you see cars from the 50s and 60s and 70s. And you're like, oh, wow, that's an old car. But then when you watch a movie from the 60s and 70s, you see cars from like the 40s and the 30s, yeah. and you're like, God damn. <laughs> they're sitting there with their car from the 40s. They're like, oh, this old fucking beater. Right? Exactly. And it's like nowadays, those cars are probably like a couple, like, you know, 50 grand to try to buy. Yeah. Um, I also liked how the taxi driver that they first get into, oh, yeah, the lady, um, her car, like, I like the the character. I thought she was interesting, I thought but, uh, she was too. or like fun. Yeah, she was. Cool. Um, but yeah, like so the car clearly did not have power steer uh, power steering. Mm-hmm. So she was like fucking like putting every effort into like slight turns. Yeah, I think it was a Citroen, yeah. right? Uh, that, she mentioned it when she first got, and she was like, "Oh, I really like the new Citroens." and um oh yeah probably yeah Yeah. and did you notice i don't remember but did you notice the shifting it was the four on the yeah the column or four on the tree or whatever no three on the tree that's what it's called yeah that's what it's called is though i just call it the one on the side of the wheel well there's like a a nickname for it like three on the tree h pattern three on the tree dog legged. those are the three kinds of uh and then gated shifters as well but those are typically like an h pattern shift shifter but anyway yeah. yeah i thought that was interesting watching the lady like shift through the gears like that um and then her having to like frantically slam on the brakes before she crushed that man <laughs> before <laughs> you know because he just like you know you just walk wherever like you said yeah there was no I fucking love it. rules I love it. <laughs> yeah it's it's i'm when i get in that like area where mm. it's just like i'm gonna walk go fuck yourself i'm just like i'm in my element i love this <laughs> mm. yeah yeah um oh but uh but yeah i I liked it like that bit where just like i like i don't know why i found that so interesting just like the car being so old there's no power steering and like the it was the the side shifter the three on the tree whatever you said yeah yeah um yeah the column the column shifter yeah yeah it's it is uh i thought that was a cool I, i did like her character too like you said uh she was interesting she had that crazy story about uh some guys not paying her and she called her friends and then they beat him up. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, Oh, no, were you robbed? No, but they spilt blood or some shit like that. <laughs> like, yeah. she was crazy. She was, like, yeah. Like, this woman's awesome. <laughs> she's a crazy ass. But, um, and then, like, yeah, she was like, Oh, it's art students. They'll just start, like, throwing shit at her car. And she's like, This is normal. Yeah. What the fuck was that about? Is that something that I don't, because I, I don't know anything about that. Do you? Uh, I just assumed that it was pretent- pretentious art kids in Paris. Or do you think it the was way it uh, is even today? Do you think that the, the director was like, yeah, let's make these art students fucking dumbasses because I hate them? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, who knows? I um, guess we'd have to live there. Right? We'd have to go back in time. Let's get our time machine, Reese. They thought we'd have one by now, right? 2020? They did. 2021. They really did. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, when she made this movie, she was like mid 30s. Was she? Wow. Yeah. Damn. The only other movie that I'd seen of hers is a movie from the 80s. I guess it just feels so much older because it's in black and white. Yeah, and also, yeah, because it's early 60s, I feel like we don't get a lot of 60s um, style and all that. Yeah, yeah. so it feels even older older, because it feels kind of 50s, if not again, like with the cars where it's just kind of. In a sense, like, you know, yeah. older than it makes it feel older than Ashley is. Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking uh, the whenever you watch a movie from like the early 80s, everything still looks kind of 70s still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but uh, no, I, I, I actually quite like this director. I think she's quite good. I've, again, I've only seen two of her films, but from what I've seen, especially considering how far apart they were. Yeah, Uh, that I've seen because one from the 60s, one from the 80s. So, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, This might kind of take you out a little bit, but I'm or this might upset you. I don't know. Go on. Um, I'm totally looking up TVs on Amazon, right? Now. <laughs> <While> <laughs> Why would that upset me? While we're having a full-ass conversation about our movie and podcast. That's fine. Uh, I do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Do you? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. I'll just, like, have things going on in the background. Because I got I to gotta replace the – oh, here we go. No, it's – is that – yeah, Neo QLED 4K. Okay, cool. That is what I like. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I got to – um. I gotta get a new TV because the the one that I have here in my room I'm leaving mm-hmm. behind for Hannah's brother because he's he's had like the same TV for like ten years, dude. This okay. thing's old looking, it's dingy, and this is gonna be a nice little upgrade for him. So we're just gonna yeah. we're just gonna give him this one, and I'm gonna get okay. a new one because um, I have an Such OLED. Nice I have an OLED, and that's gonna go in the bedroom because it does better in dark dark rooms. Um, mm-hmm. But I need to get. Something's called Neo QLED by Samsung, or it's all micro, or not micro, but mini LED technology. It's all microaggressions? Yes, microaggressions, you know. When someone starts talking to me in Spanish, and it's like, you know, I don't speak Spanish, but they're just doing it because of how I look, so that's a microaggression. I don't appreciate it. Um, Speaking of which, I just recently bought this uh, Mexican poncho sweater thing. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? um yes because my roommate has one yeah it's like the little the little almost look like knitted blanket style uh sweaters um a poncho that are like a poncho style almost except they're not because they're not open on the sides Mm. um yeah i finally bought one and it took me a long time to find one uh this one was actually made in mexico so it's legit someone's grandma um cool but uh, I had to buy it at a knife store of all places. No <laughs> other place in the like every place I've gone. And I've went to a lot of places looking for one. You know, I would think, oh, you know, a lot of hipsters like those. So I'm going to go look in like fucking uh, what, what's a hipster store in the mall. Um, what kind of thing? Like like PacSun or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm going to go to PacSun and look to see if they got. They had none, dude. None. They had Supreme. You know, that's stupid shit. And I give a fuck about that. So I left and I was like, oh, a knife store. And I bought a knife as well as this fucking sweater. This sweater was only $20. So I was like, fuck yeah, dude, that's a good price. <laughs> and I'm very happy with it. It's very cozy. Um When I put it on, though, it's kind of got a pointy hood. And I made a joke <laughs> with my wife. <laughs> and I was at the, like, we were going to a restaurant and I had to put it on because it was snowing. And, um... I put my hood up and I was like, look it, I'm the Mexican KKK. Because I had a pointy ass fucking hood, but it was a Mexican like sweater. Yeah, she thought it was quite Jesus. funny. I thought, I thought it was pretty funny too. I think that's funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, the I think the last time I uh, was in a position to purchase one of those, uh-huh. one of those things um was at the the mexican border really (laughs) like we were coming we were coming up you know when you're like you're when you're driving up and you got to wait in the queue yeah yeah yeah. Um that was a long time ago when's the last time you've been to mexico well the last time i was in the states was a while ago i know but like when did you go to mexico oh that would have been like four or five years ago really yeah damn did you have to get a passport you had to get a passport didn't you yeah, I had a passport. Oh, okay. Well, I just come back from the UK, so I had a passport on. Last yeah. time I've been into Mexico ZZVZ. was back when you didn't need a passport, so it was a very wow. long time ago, yeah. That's crazy. That's like early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It was it was early 2000s. Um I think it was like maybe 2003 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. It was pretty cool though. We uh we got a hotel on the beach fired some fireworks mm. off of it, you know, cheap as dirt to do all that shit. Mm. So Mexico, yeah, Mexico is really a great is. vacation spot. <laughs> yeah. The, it can be just a little, because there are places that uh, are more expensive just because they know like it's the easy spot where American tourists will show up. Yeah. So they just like up the prices because they, don't realize that we'll like we just we don't notice. Yeah, yeah. like don't We're like that seems like a normal price. Exactly. Like don't go to Cancun, you fucking rich ass white people. They they that's not real Mexico, that's fake no, Mexico. Not. But uh you go to like TJ. Just be careful where you go. <laughs> but go to TJ. Yeah. Um that's that's where you get legit fucking sketch Mexico, but it's pretty good. I've not <laughs> I've I've been technically to TJ, yeah. but I've never really been in it. Yeah. I've gone, we're going through this, past here, <laughs> to another place. Do people that's only know T. about T. Tijuana because of that uh, movie, Was it, T.J. Hooker? Is that a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. I think it's from I have the, not heard of that You movie. never heard of that movie? I think it's a famous, no, that's hilarious. I think it's from the 80s, T.J. Okay. Hooker. Hooker, yeah. Yeah, T.J. Hooker cast. It's a fucking bunch of white people. Um it probably has nothing to do with no yeah, it has nothing to do with fucking it has nothing to do with Mexico. Uh the okay. guy's name, William Shatner, plays <laughs> a cop. Oh, no. William Shatner plays a cop called T- Sergeant TJ Hooker. That's like well, when I think TJ Hooker, I think like a Tijuana prostitute. Yeah. I don't think. Fucking William Shatner is a cop. Like, that's such an inappropriate name. Jesus. Also, I'm today learning that there's a Tijuana River. Did not know. There is? I didn't know that either. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, you could probably track down every major city to a lake or a river. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like most at least. Yeah, That's why when you you know fly over the United States and you see vast amounts of nothing, it's because there's no water there. No one's going to go there. Yeah, I I've always <clears throat> said that uh, rivers are the the bedrock of civilization. It's really cool. It's crazy. You know, it's it's, uh, it's more like the lifeblood, less than bedrock, Reese. I guess. <laughs> I <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you, man. Um, but uh, anyway, back to the movie. fuck's this end, because we're getting kind of sidetracked here talking about t- we are getting kind of TJ hookers and shit. Yeah, Reese. I'm trying to figure out where the fuck this the source of this river is. <laughs> oh, the one from Tijuana? Yeah. There's a massive dam. Didn't know that. <laughs> I wonder if that's where it that, comes uh, from. Yeah, but I don't know what feeds into the dam. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I should, uh, I should actually try and just, like, not be a little bitch and, like, actually go into, into Tijuana. But most of the time, I just go to... Uh, or, or what in the past I've just gone like further south to like Rosarito, something like that. Yeah, hold on, give me a sec. I gotta go trap my cat inside the window. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> ha. All right, he's trapped now. <laughs> so like our windows, we got, we got kind of like double windows because it gets really cold. So they, they like yeah. double paned windows and shit. So there's enough space in there for him to get in there, you know, relatively comfy. He's not like squished, but I just, I just trapped him in there and I'm kind of like watching him <laughs> seeing what the fuck he's going to do. And, uh, has he even noticed or is he I, just kind of like, it looks like he's noticed now. Knows? It looks like he's noticed now. Yeah. But I kind of want to teach him a lesson. Like, don't do that, you idiot. Don't go in between the fucking windows. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'm going to let him out now. (laughs) Okay. Get out of there. Come here. Whoa. Yeah. All right. I grabbed him. I cuddled him, and I threw him. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like it's it's the new version of uh, "I came, I saw, I conquered" or whatever. It's just you know. It's I grabbed him. I cuddled him. I threw him. Yep. So what you do to the cats? Yes. Yeah. It's what you do. Just like all those kittens in her room, they were adorable. They were so cute. So yeah. some some so, time in the movie, um, mm-hmm. they she was like having a really weird, a weird situation where you were kind of seeing all these people stare at her uh, and it was kind of like flashing back to like like everyone that she encountered in the day uh Mm. i I didn't know really to make of that what did you get from that what did you get from that um it felt like it was not actually in a sense really happening like it was just her paranoia yeah exactly but paranoid about what why why everyone looking at her would why does she think everyone's looking at her? What does she think about that? She thinks everybody knows knows that she's, guess? death walking. That she's dying. Yeah. I don't. I, I. don't have like a solid answer in terms of like. No, you're probably right thinking. because she. She was. She's obsessed with her looks. You know. She said yeah, that, that being too, yeah. pretty is is you know you know her lifeblood yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So and something about like being ugly is basically being dead. If she's ugly, then that means it's true that she's sick. But if she yeah. looks good, then she can't be sick, I guess. The sickness shows on your face. Yeah. And I guess since she started feeling like everyone was looking at her, she was probably feeling like the sickness was showing. Or yeah. something There's like that. There's a part of me that like almost thinks that like what like the fact that she has to go through chemo is probably like not the cancer part, is what's bothering her, but she's like, oh my hair. I think she is. Well, she doesn't know she has to go through chemo until the end. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't know until at the At that point, she's like, uh, I'm just happy that I know what's happening now. Uh, hold on two seconds. Yeah. Hello. Oh, oh shit. Thank you. Also, later. You split. You want Interesting. Thank you hello can you hear me yes i can king hello yeah can you hear me okay there we go yeah Yeah, sorry when i got up uh i kind of ripped the fucking headphones out of the computer yeah you missed what i said oh what'd you say i said uh yes i can king yeah, you know, because that's that's what you are, man. Don't let anybody ever tell you the opposite. Okay, if they if they tell you otherwise, you don't need that person in your life. All right, I'm. Uh, are you feeling okay? Well, I'm starting a new career. I'm trying to be a life coach now. So yeah. <laughs> also, let's discuss that bit because that was kind of weird. What like the. The fortune teller. Oh, okay. Who, like, you know, she... Like, at first, uh, I genuinely was just like, you know, I was like, oh, it's kind of bull... She's just clearly feeding her bullshit, taking, like, advantage of this girl. Uh She doesn't even... Like, the weird part is she doesn't seem to feel, like, sorry for her. She still takes her money, like... And then immediately after she leaves, she, like, looks at her friend she's like, yeah, that girl's got cancer. I could see it in the cards. Yeah, (laughs) she didn't want to tell her exactly because... As a fortune teller, you really kind of want to tell people what they want to hear, but yeah. But yeah. you'd think that she'd be like, she'd see that if she did have you know this some kind of sight, she'd look at the cards and be like, oh, this, this bitch has cancer. I should probably not take her money. No, fuck that. She still needs to make a living. She's still providing a service. Why you gotta take pity on someone just because they're dying? Fuck that. Because <laughs> because because they're, they're dying is sad. No, that she did take pity on her. She didn't tell her the truth. Like, yeah, that's that's how I feel. If I was ever a doctor, you know, if, if somebody had something really serious, I wouldn't tell them because I uh, I think it'd just be rude. Well, yeah, she I mean, she saw it, but she tried to talk around it. She was like, "Well, death doesn't always mean death. It could be the just feet. Transform- I was like, Let's not encourage people to look at. the feet. Well, <laughs> this isn't a Quentin Tarantino movie. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it was more like um, like she was trying to talk her around and tell her like this is a transformation. You know, it doesn't always represent yeah. death. But more like an end to who you are right sub-chapter. now. Chapter, like your yeah, exactly like a subchapter. I mean, the movie was chapterized for some reason. Yeah, um, don't know why. I guess to, I think the only reason why they made the movie into chapters was tell you the time. Tell you the time. Exactly. Such a fucking stupid piece. Of, like why? Yeah. Oh my god, I hate especially since thing. and and I think in a in a weird way. One of the reasons they had to do that is because you probably would have assumed that more time was passing and that it wasn't in real time if they didn't tell you the time. Exactly. Exactly. Because if if there wasn't a timestamp on here, I wouldn't have assumed that what happened here was an hour and a half. And you know what? There's also probably an aspect of it where I kind of feel like if... If at the end of the movie they were like, "Oh, it's seven o'clock now," and I knew the movie started at five, I wouldn't have thought about it that mm-hmm. much. Yeah, like I wouldn't have been like, "Oh, that sounds that that's that's been a lot for two hours." I would have just gone like, "Oh, it's been two hours." Yeah. But because it's constantly telling me the time is why I'm going. There's no way this much could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's uh, poorly done. I would say, poorly done that whole time yeah. thing. <laughs> Um, I feel like it didn't add anything to the movie. Like, Okay, so like I said earlier, the, uh, the 5 to 7 thing is kind of like a subtle nod at uh, the affairs that happen between 5 and 7 when a man gets off of work at 5 and comes home to his wife at 7. Um, so whether that affair mm-hmm. be, you know, he's going to the bar or whether that affair be... He's going to go see his mistress or whatever. Yeah. It was basically just a nod to like, you don't know what happens between five and seven, which is kind of like uh paranoia, you know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. so maybe maybe that's why because she was pretty much paranoid that entire time. <laughs> between yeah, five and that's seven. That's a good point. So I think it uh according to the little criterion. Uh, introduction that's what she said it was about and I had no idea about that so I think that's what the whole 5 to 7 thing is it's very, it's a very French thing yeah yeah so I was like oh okay interesting um, so I had that thought going into it um, mm-hmm. but she even mentioned too that it doesn't actually go until actually 7 it just goes to about 6.30 but you know Cleo from 5 to 6.30 doesn't sound nearly as good either yeah yeah it was this agnes varda who was in the interview no 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 it wasn't an interview she, there was just a woman who was uh uh you know and i feel like that was very very um uh with the theme it being a woman introducing this movie uh yeah. where a lot of our characters were women um and the director herself was a woman um you know the thing that i liked about this is that uh you know i feel like i take it for granted in, in a lot of movies um, and a lot of good mm-hmm. movies, I should say, but the female roles in this movie didn't feel exploited in any way, and I feel like that was probably yeah. a thing that happened way too often, especially in the 50s and 60s. Um, yeah, and the female roles in this movie didn't feel exploited at all, even with the uh, nude scene, kind of nude, uh, when her friend yeah. was posing, and I yeah. kind of like the discussion she had too with her, with with Antony the the soldier uh, regarding nudity. And all that. It was just interesting. I think it was a little bit of the director or the writer kind of putting their two cents in about it, you know, subtly, but also providing a interesting enough conversation between two strangers, you know? Yeah. Well, the the one thing that I thought, like, I just felt like it was kind of weird that they, when they first introduce uh, the soldier guy, yeah. like, I feel like he comes off really creepy. Dude, he did come off creepy as fuck. And <laughs> then all of a sudden he's like, a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah. He he was a really cool guy. You know, even when they were sitting on the bench together and he was just kind of staring at her, there was a lot of staring in silence with them, mm-hmm. which I felt was a little weird. But you could tell she was kind of into it too, so it stopped being weird after a certain point. Yeah. But when they were on the bridge, it was pure creepy. Yeah. And then I I, I feel like there's a little bit of like a meta joke there where he's like, "Well, actually, uh, today's the longest day of the year." Yeah, and I was like, is that a joke to the fact that so much has happened in this fucking film? I I wish it was, but I I have a feeling it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuz the time, you can't change the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like
0: that doesn't yeah, but that would have been funny if it was like a subtle hint to it. Um but uh yeah, fucking he really did seem creepy at first, but after they started talking, I really liked his character, kind of more than any of the other characters. Like uh, her jokey sing song friends when they came in, like they were OK. They were they provided a different kind of beat to the to the movie at that point, that mm-hmm. scene and all that. So they were yeah. interesting. Um, it's kind of weird to think about how much I feel like the film, because it ends with the two of them. You think about the two of them and their conversation a lot, but he's like there for like 20 minutes, maybe. Is it 20 minutes? It's got to be not that much. Yeah, but that's kind of a good chunk of the movie. The movie's only like, you know. An hour and 30. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So the, uh, he's not there for a third of the movie or nearly a third of the yeah. movie. And yet he feels like probably like what? Hold on. I'm just going just to. Just, let me try and figure out. Um, there we go. Pause that. He shows up at. One hour and ten minutes. Wow! So, he's so you're right. Twenty minutes. 20, he's yeah. Twenty minutes of the film. Jesus. But, but yeah, he feels. Uh, it feels like he was there a lot longer than. Yeah. Uh, than that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But uh, I did like, <clears throat> I did like his character, uh, yeah. and I liked the things he said and brought up and kind of helped her, face things a little better. Um, you know, because she was already at the. The bottom of her, I guess, depression at that point um, when he came along and started talking. Yeah. And then when she finally got the results from her doctor, you know, that weren't even definitive, but it was pretty obvious what we could allude it was. Yeah. But he said it's like way too casually. He was He's super like, casual. Don't worry, it's just going to be two months of that good old radiation. You'll be chipping proper again. Goodbye. Right? Like and then he like drove off. <clears throat> yeah, we'll just uh, you know chemotherapy, and we're all good. Nice and easy chemotherapy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like as we all know, yeah. that's the that's the solution, and it fixes it every time. <laughs> that I hear stomach cancer is like horribly painful. Really? Yeah, that, that's what I because like you feel pain in your stomach. I mean, I can significantly. imagine significantly. Yeah. So yeah. like it's it's an important part of the human body, part. Yeah, like lung cancer and I think stomach cancer are like really painful types of cancer. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Not a line in a movie where he's like, hope it's not stomach cancer." Oh, that's is really it? One. That would have been <laughs> no, funny. not in this movie. Like it's in a movie, I think. Oh, probably. Where somebody just says like. Uh, like mentions that stomach cancer is just really bad. Yeah, that's probably a line somewhere, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, dude. So she's she's in for a hell of a ride, but she's got a treatment plan, and the doctor, I guess, kind of sort of reassured her. <laughs> yeah. And then she was. Well, she was I mean, I guess it. yeah. Somehow he reassured her, but I guess by finally uh, giving her the answer, she no longer had to uh, wait. She can properly get over it now that she actually knows she has it because i feel Mm -hmm. like the whole agonizing thing that she was going through was is not knowing yeah not knowing and i felt like she was like you know should i be mourning should i be listening to everyone or should i just you know pretend like you know it's not gonna happen everything's gonna be fine or should i you know be preparing myself but now she knows Mm -hmm. now she can prepare now she has a plan um, and so everything's, everything's going on track for her now, I guess for that route, but she'll probably, you know, she'll probably end up dying, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude, like cancer is a hard one to, to, you know, unless they perform some serious surgery and remove the shit and hope it doesn't come back. Cause that's all you can do is hope it doesn't come back, but yeah. chances of it coming back are pretty likely. Also, we're talking 60s sixties chemotherapy, which is, one, extremely expensive and probably not as good as today's chemotherapy. Well, it wouldn't be extremely expensive. They live in a country that went, you know, it seems like a good idea, um, You know, making it free for everybody to have health care. Was that like that at that time? I would imagine so. Let's take a look. I don't know when, when it actually happened. did yeah. France get uh, free health care? Universal, I think it's called. Well, yeah, Universal. Like Universal Studios. Um, nineteen forty-five. Oh, okay. So yeah, she would have been fine. <clears throat> yeah, she would have been uh, clear. Maybe she would have been. Apparently, that's too em- employed people. Self-employed people got it in sixty-six. So unless she oh. was, unless she was um you know, with a record label. I'm sure she she was was technically self-employed. Then she would have been 66. I'm sure she was. She would have been screwed for four years. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think she probably was with a record label since, you know, she was on, uh, Mm -hmm. on the radio and all that stuff. You, it's really hard to get on there without being with someone. Um, yeah, but yeah, so I, yeah, I'm pretty sure she would have been fine then in terms of money, but. Yeah. Who who knows how yeah, good Yeah, she also it. had a fucking nice place. She was also pretty rich. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was wealthy. She had no problems buying shit yeah. and taking things somewhere. But um yeah, so I think she uh the it, it all comes down to like the level of care that they had at that time for yeah. chemotherapy, which I don't think yeah. was as good as today, so probably but, not. But hey, you know. Well here's the other question that we're not asking ourselves. Do we think that the guy dies? because he makes a big mention about the fact that he's just like just everybody's dying for 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 no reason. Well, he, I think he's in just, the bar. I think he's more talking about uh his possible, you know, maybe things he saw while in the war. I think he might be yeah, referencing. Yeah, but he's going yeah. back. Yeah, he's, he's going back. That doesn't mean he's going to die though. <laughs> Wouldn't that be an interesting little turn of events, though? She survives and he dies. Yeah, but I don't think they leaned on it that hard to to kind of reference yeah. it. Um, but uh, that would have been kind of interesting. Because he did kind of say we were in the same spot, I think, a couple times to her. Yeah. Um, and I felt like that's why she kind of felt better. Because in a way, she was kind of sort of seeing her reflection again, except in this guy. Yeah. um that yeah i i get that she was really obsessed with her looks but i thought it was weird how much she just kept looking like i feel like was it just because she was like at least i can control this she was just like okay at least i look good i'm fine i look i look fine well she was just saying that you know like i said the the illness will show through in her looks yeah so if she didn't look ill then in her eyes she wasn't ill yeah so but the second the illness comes through in her looks and she's looking ugly so to speak then that means she has to be sick it must be yeah. true so i think that's really what it was um so uh my rating for this is probably somewhere between a five and a seven <laughs> okay that's a big leap reese it's a joke between those two numbers Okay. You, oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't okay. get it, really? Yeah, there we go. Damn, dude. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get it. I'm not here today. I'm very, I'm, I'll be. I'll be honest. To no one's shock and surprise, I'm pretty hungover. No, <laughs> no. It's a. It's probably more like a five, to be honest. Uh, but that's about it. Like, it didn't do anything crazy for me. But okay. I liked it at the end. Um, and I liked that scene where she had her cognac in the in the cafe. I liked that. Scene. <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna and then hold on before i could say what was up with that dude vomiting after eating the three frogs or whatever yeah i, do, I don't know i don't know <laughs> i was like whoa what was that and like it just happened for yeah. like a split second and i didn't expect it i was sitting there like laughing because i was like haha french people eating frogs and then all of a sudden he just like spews Ooh, up and yeah like, oh jesus <laughs> and then what did he say i am the only man in france who can do this or some shit like i don't remember what the yeah. fuck he was, he was saying some crazy shit but uh It was weird. Yeah, yeah. I think I give it a that's definitely I don't I don't know if that was um you know one of the one of the things where they're just like walk through the streets and then they saw that and they were like "Uh, I guess we'll just put that in the movie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like I I, yeah, I definitely give this movie like a five. It wasn't nothing like I'm super crazy about. Like, will I ever want to watch Mm -hmm. this again? Probably not. But surprisingly, I have the funniest urge to like rewatch masculine feminine. Which I think I gave Masculine Feminine kind of a a lower score. I don't remember what it was. I would sooner rewatch this one than Masculine Feminine. Yeah, okay. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I just need to watch a different French New Wave film again. Maybe uh, you just don't understand the French shut new the fuck yet. up that's like the <laughs> maybe whole... we need maybe we need more <clears throat> well yeah no I want to watch another one eventually uh, not, yeah. not immediately I'm trying to be fair and not do them all at once yeah. I'm trying to be like oh we'll do a few so yeah we've only done two in the over a year we've done this podcast maybe I should yeah you know, well I'm trying bump to those numbers up a little bit but yeah you know. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair and not do you know uh more Lynch films it's Anime also? no Lynch. <laughs> Oh, Lin- David Lynch. Yeah, yeah, more more David Lynch films all at once. So I'm not like, for example, I really want to watch that Highway Drive or whatever that is. But oh um, yeah, but I'm not going to suggest that this week because you know we gotta we gotta wait a little bit before we watch another David Lynch film. <laughs> yeah, I, I need time. I need yeah. time between the Lynches. Exactly. I still got to watch Mulholland Drive like three more times at least. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterward, you go. I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm still missing things. I'm still missing pieces of the picture. But yeah, so so okay, that that was my that was my score. What was uh, What was yours? Uh, I I want it to be higher, but I think it's a 6. Yeah. Uh, I think I would give it a 7 if I rewatched it and found things that I enjoyed more. But as of right now, I kind of feel like it it wouldn't be as good on a rewatch because I feel like there is an element of the movie that is... Well, there's that first half uh, that you just don't care about. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. And I think I'd care... Like, I cared about it at first, this time, because it was brand new. Yeah, was new so yeah, I was, like, yeah. interested in seeing it. I wanted to know what was going to happen. But yeah. now, knowing that it's just kind of a boring... Like, the second they'd get to her apartment, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to skip ahead. Yeah. Shit, man. Because her whole scene... The whole scene in her apartment's boring. Yeah. I, I, I'd watch to see the cat's <laughs> no, <let's get> <laughs> I'd watch to see the cats be cute <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah for sure I, the movie feels kind of average to me um, yeah. you know I thought French New Wave was supposed to be like mega fucking pretentious the, the where is that Reese I'm not seeing it you gotta get me some pretentious shit here I, I mean I could go for more pretentious Yes, shit, but I, I thought I'd just recommend a good film you know except it was only about a 5 well, you know, I you also have to think about at the time. At the time, this movie was probably a lot more <clears throat> different than what, like, that's the thing that you have to consider. I've the seen movies from this time, though. Yeah. And I liked them more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like mo- a movie like this more from the 60s because it is more, more just people trying to do something new as opposed to just make a movie. Yeah, yeah they're they are just like they're making a film and they're just kind of throwing everything at the wall and that's what i like about it Mm -hmm. Mm, and also i really like simple concept films maybe because i'm a simple man no that's fine i like simple (laughs) films as well but you know some are good and some aren't i'll find (laughs) more pretentious ones if i want more pretentious ones i just have to essentially you know recommend more jean-luc Godard ones that's fine that's (laughs) totally fine yeah he did masculine feminine right yeah. yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, no, I'm totally down to see something else by him. Uh, because okay. I think masculine feminine was his last one, right? In the no, no, he's still making films today. No, what was it then? There was something about masculine feminine. The reason why there was like a little controversy behind it, or something. oh, is he started uh becoming very leftist, and it was also kind of at the end of French New Wave, right? Yeah, it was yeah. At the end of French New Wave, yeah, okay, all right, yeah. Um, all right cool uh, <clears throat> uh, are you gonna I think you already have I don't remember if it was on no, it was you told not, me. yeah it was not on the podcast, on the podcast. Okay. I have not mentioned it but hey what the fuck are you doing dude hold on I gotta stop my cat from eating the pom pom off of a beanie okay what are you doing don't eat that huh Alrighty, so um, the movie I want to recommend is... Oh, you're going to hate me. You're going to hate me. Is that t- Are you talking about me? Yeah, you're going to hate me. Why? Hold on, let me look it up real quick. I think it's... Um, Are you changing the movie? No, but I want to recommend this one as a joke. Because I will actually recommend it in the future. I'm confused. Here, I'll, I'll tell you about it right now. Okay. Cuz I thought you already told me what movie you were recommending. No, then. no, I want to recommend In the Future Pink Flamingos. Okay. Yeah. That's not a bad film. That's a good film. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure that's a good film? Yes. All right. We'll see if you you still say that when he's eating shit. Yeah, I mean there's some rough scenes in <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Have you? Uh, I've seen a lot about it. I know a lot Holy shit. It. Apparently the budget for this movie is only 12 grand. <laughs> that makes sense. And obviously the box office was 7 million. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that movie's nuts. Um, and that's 1972, so it's still kind of old. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot about it because I think I mentioned a few episodes ago, uh, YouTube channel... Who's uh, the guy's name is Matt Baum? Yeah, and uh, yeah, he he talked about Pink. He talked about uh, the div, like all the three movies that they made with Divine. Yeah, because um, apparently she's in other ones. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, But she yeah, is. So they talk about what happens in Pink Flamingo and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I'd right, be curious to crazy. see it because it does look like my kind of film. Yeah, no, I totally want to see it. Low budget, bunch of ragtag. You know, and seven young friends who are just like, let's just make a let's just make a movie. Like it would be fucking crazy, wouldn't it? Not <laughs> only that, but it's the seventies as well. So like yeah. seventy-two actually is when Pink from Lingos came out. So it's like not too far away from the movie we just watched. Yet it's so dramatically different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like That's just a little bit more than ten years, and suddenly you go from Like, what looks very... Like, in fairness, this is a very... I feel like Cleo was a very conservative film. Mm -hmm. Well, at least comparatively to Pink Flamingos. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I think, you know, anything looks conservative compared to Pink Flamingos. Yes, yes. Anything compared to Pink Flamingos. Anyway. um, No, the one I want to recommend is a movie that was made in 1951 called The Man in the White Suit. After watching this French movie, you know, older movie in black and white, I was like, you know, I want to watch... An American movie, you know, and uh, <laughs> I'll bring this back to America. Yeah, you know, let's be American, if I if I may. You know, I I am free to do so. So, <laughs> thank God for that. Yeah. All right, so yeah, uh, the the man in the white suit. It's a uh, I think it's a it talks about capitalism, and we'll have to we'll have to see what they say about it when we watch it but i was first introduced apparently starring sir alec guinness yes wait what sir alec guinness yeah he was knighted Uh, you know know i I really was wanting this to be really american no american gets knighted that ain't (laughs) that ain't fucking american yeah now that you say it this movie was is british (laughs) is it really Yeah, it says country, United Kingdom. Oh, shit. This ain't American at all. He's dismissed from his job at a textile mill in north of England. Never mind. Uh, I was wrong in saying that this is (laughs) America. I thought it was, uh, but I was very wrong. Um, I haven't seen this movie and I haven't done much research, so don't kill me in the comments down there i know we just get so many comments <laughs> from our we get so many we get viewers, so many really. viewers and comments <laughs> but uh yeah no i didn't do too much research on this but <clears throat> i am excited to watch it maybe maybe after that well pink flamingos is american right yeah we'll we'll do that as our american yeah, pink flamingos american. we'll do that as our american uh, you know, okay, movie. <laughs> this is what America is pink flamingos, but anyway, uh, yeah, The Man in the White Suit is what I'm gonna recommend. I was first turned on to it by watching a, a little interesting short documentary on like light bulbs and shit. I think I spoke about this on the last podcast. Um, and so it intrigued me just the snippet that I saw and what they were using from this film to further their point. Um, and so. I am really curious to watch it. It has to do with like manufacturing and whatnot and all that. Almost like, yeah, big business, big manufacturing is bad for small business, you know. Kind of conservative mm-hmm. versus democratic or whatever, you know. Or not conservative democratic conservative versus liberal or whatever. But um yeah, so we'll 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 see if we like it. Yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I'm looking forward to because I feel like it's gonna start up some good conversation. Should do. Yeah. Should do. Um, Uh, But yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Bye.